it starts with I don't know why it doesn't rest in peace Chester Bennington this is Joe Steve LP and F foursome in the house tonight a late Friday night show breaking news here in DC John Wall signs his extension it's huge it's huge for the city it's huge for the Washington Wizards um, Steve I guess you don't you don't agree huh are, are we still on basketball my goodness <laughs> and the calendar turn my goodness we got a camp coming up Nats are in the middle of a West Coast trip but go ahead, have your fun well, with John Wall. Are you Steve, we have a functional team in John D.C. Wall? John, this is huge. Yeah, this is huge. We have a functional yeah, yeah, team. Yeah, no, that's, that's true. We signed our stars before their contract's up. Hey, we just locked in a second-round bag. That's great. Let's, no let's, way, uh, dude. Let's no celebrate. way. Yeah, you, you are sleeping on how big tonight? this is. You, you're, Steve, you got this wrong, man. They got they got Wall under contract till 2023, Beal and Porter until 2021, Scott, Coach Brooks until 2021, and Kyrie Irving – is running his mouth saying, I don't want to play with LeBron. I want to be the man. Send me out west. The the east is wide open, dude. We're, we're going, like, it's got to be good money right now to go Wizards at least to the Eastern Conference Finals. But we already talked about at length. I know LP and I did a whole show on the Celtics potentially taking a half step back, having to give up give up their stud, uh, their stud shooting guard. Dude, the Wizards, they might be the favorite to start the season if Kyrie's gone to the west. To, to win the East, this is a huge thing, Steve. I don't know why you're not. Uh... Uh, the, did the, the, did Brad Stevens die? Did Gordon Hayward uh, is he hospitalized? Uh, did Isaiah Thomas become Isaiah, Isaiah Thomas, Thomas is, is garbage? And we, I don't, I Look, never want to hear his name again. Look, the the point is now that we have John John Wall locked up. Uh, I mean, there's people saying we we probably have the the fifth best starting lineup in the league right now, right? You take the two champion, the two final teams out of the picture. That leaves what the Rockets, maybe the Timberwolves, and then us. That's that's where we are right now with Wall locked up. We uh, have come a team. On, you can't put the Timberwolves in there. Not yet. Who, we haven't no, seen no, them play, okay, play okay, hold on, hold on. Let's, let's not talk NBA. Let's just talk about what this means for Washington D.C. John Wall. I mean, he. It's not like he was going to leave this offseason, but the fact that he decides to stay, especially on the heels of Porter getting his extension with stupid money. This is a big deal. The Washington Wizards. It's huge. The, the, Absolutely I mean, the huge. draft. Look, I hate Ernie more than anyone else on the planet. But three drafts, the three draft picks that he's now locked up for the foreseeable future, plus this coach, I gotta give him a little. I would dap him up if he was here. Like he deserves a little. He deserves more credit than I give him. But we'll wait to see what he does. He, I'm sure he'll find a way to, to screw this all up. But for right now, I mean, for a Friday night, I mean, we weren't expecting to come on and record this. This is a big deal to me, and I think the Wizards, I think the D.C. family and the Washington Wizards fan base, I think we're all excited about this. You'd be crazy not to be. But look, look, I mean, John Wall could have bet on himself, as we saw some other athletes do in this town this week, which I understand is a completely different story. I'm not hating. I'm saying it's a different story. But he could have bet on himself. He's making, uh, I think, a max of $207 million. He could have made up to $220 million uh, if he bet on himself, which we all know he's going to have a fantastic season. There's no reason to doubt that. And he could have bet on himself and made that 220. But instead, he said, you know what? I'm going to, I want to stay in the city, whatever the quote that he said, like, this is his city. I mean, the guy, the guys, I guess he sees that opportunity to be the biggest star in this city. Probably took that crap from Skip Bayless um, a little personal. And he's now the biggest star. Probably, is he, is he the, the, the uh, highest paid athlete in the city right now? After this extension, 
He probably is. Honestly, it, it's not even just the city. I, I would go ahead and say that John Wall is probably going to be the best player in the Eastern Conference because everybody left, and he knows that, and that's another reason to stay. Yes, city loyalty and all of that is a huge deal. All the money is a huge deal. Continuity is a huge deal. But a little bit of ego goes into it, and when you're, you know you're one of the best, and you're an all-star, and you're staying in the East with a team, uh, a, a returning playoff lineup, you you gotta you gotta think that he knows that this is just gonna make him that much bigger, and and I'm not saying he's egotistical or anything like that, but it, it's huge for DC, yes, and for the Eastern Conference to actually retain an all star because everybody's been That's leaving. That's the key word, dude. Retain talent. Retain talent. We we get on we get on all the local teams for not overpaying in some instances to keep their guy. John Wall at 170 million, given the crazy money in the NBA, it seems like a bargain. Absolutely, uh, and, right. and but that's yeah. an extension, right? You got to remember that it's an extension on his current two-year sure. deal. Sure, so well, he's, getting, he's getting he's getting two hundred seven million. He's getting a lot. I like it and, for one night. I'm not going to kill Ernie. You did you did you did well, Ernie. Um, I mean, but I mean, one hundred seventy million in front of anybody. It, it, it's a, it's hard to imagine that he wasn't going to sign it and take the chance of potentially having an injury or something else alter his season, not make All NBA, and then that number comes down significantly. So. Uh, yeah. You know, it, it's as big. I mean, this is it's big news for the Wizards. I know it's July. We're, we're months away from anything of, of substance or importance for the NBA. Um, but it it's a little ironic that it comes on the same day that Kyrie basically makes his big declaration that he wants to be the man. He doesn't want to play with LeBron, which is crazy to think that a guy who's been to three straight NBA championships, one uh, one 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 of them, is basically saying. I don't want to be here anymore. It's just that's nuts to me. But if he goes to San Antonio, um, LA Clippers, the odds, uh, I'm all about the odds. Nice numbers like, for him landing. Kyrie's a baby. Anybody that goes to the West is a baby. LeBron's a baby. Nobody oh, wants to He's crazy. I don't even. know why you would want to go to the West, but whatever. Why would because anyone? He, whatever. Well, he wants to make the 200 plus million dollars. I mean, it's pretty, pretty plain and simple. He's not going to make that with. Yeah. with if LeBron. I were Kyrie, I would want to leave playing second fiddle to uh, an aging LeBron in Cleveland. Well, LeBron's good. As it gone doesn't too. matter the price. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. the crazy thing is, you guys don't forget this was Kyrie's team when LeBron left. I mean, Kyrie was the was the draft yeah. pick. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe um, there's some. It was like in a there. season, but it was absolutely. Yeah. Can I? Can I just say, how did we get on basketball, dude? See, Steve, you got to drink the Kool Aid. No, this, this is this is <laughs> this this is classic Joe. Okay, and he ropes me. In. Joe, how long have we known each other? Okay. It's, it's been too long. Okay, Tyson's <laughs> Corner, Vienna, Virginia, Our Lady of Good Counsel. We can go back, but this is classic Joe. He calls me on a Friday night, gets me on the podcast to talk about the Nats and Cousins and other stuff, and ropes me in into a basketball conversation with an outlandish statement like the Wizards are the front runners, front runners for the NBA Finals next year. And then he ropes me in, and now we're talking about Kyrie Irving. What do you want to talk about, Steve? You want to pivot? You want, you want to go ahead and pivot? I want to talk about the Nats. You want to talk about the Let's Nats? Go. You want to talk about Stevie, Max do you and still think Kyrie's exploding? better than John Wall? Yeah. You must uh, be crazy. You got to give Stevie, him a rest. Uh, let me, fill, I, fill me in on the Nats, man. I, I, I haven't been paying attention. Thanks, fill me in. Thanks for the give me, Give me like a, a two-minute recap. We've made some big moves, maybe not so big. Fill me in. I appreciate the pivot because I would have had to defend Kyrie without any numbers <laughs> or any type of statistical <laughs> analysis whatsoever. So I, I got you. That. Or knowledge. Uh, or knowledge. Hey, let's 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 get to the Nats because it's the best franchise that we have in this town. Everyone agree? That's Everyone absolutely good that? best franchise we have. They come out of the, uh, the Wizards. Come out of the All Star break. 
uh, first place of 10 games in the NL East, and they put a pounding on the Cincinnati Reds. This offense right now. You know who's getting pounded tonight, though, right? Hey, let's get, can we get okay, to that? Okay. I'll just, wait. I'll wait. I'll wait my turn. Okay. Jeez. John Wall's uh, girlfriend? <laughs> oof, oof. We're crushing him after $170 million. We're not crushing him. We're giving him a high five. Well, go ahead, Steve. You just... We're crushing Herbert. Okay. Um, kill the Cincinnati Reds. Four-game sweep. This offense right now is doing things that no other offense in baseball is doing, maybe outside of the Houston Astros. But this murderer's row of Harper, Zim, Murphy, and Rendon, Tony, Tubex, just incredible right now. These guys are playing lights out. This is without Adam Eaton, uh, Trey Turner, uh, uh, Jason Worth, three guys that are at the top of that lineup uh, that, that we're producing, and they're doing this right now, averaging over five runs a game. Uh, you know, the, literally four of the top six hitters in the National League are Nationals players. Bryce and Murphy are trading, uh, you know, the lead in in, in uh, 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 percentage uh, and RBIs that are at the top. Bryce uh, against Cincinnati was just bonkers. He was just playing out of his mind, hit three home runs in four games. Uh, they are just connecting on all cylinders. And then, of course, they pull off the trade, which we haven't even talked to. I wonder why, because we're too busy talking about John Wall in July. But uh, they pull. Well, we were talking train. about Kirk Cousins too. Hey, that was a, that was a damn good episode. Okay, and, and uh, yes, uh, and we should be talking about Kirk too. Uh, but Nats pull off this trade. They get uh, two really solid uh, relievers and Sean Doolittle and Ryan Madsen. Um, and and before we came on, I think LP asked, and we were kind of having this informal conversation of, did it resolve the closer issue? And so far, it hasn't. Um, Sean Doolittle came in and closed the ninth, the only close opportunity uh, in Cincinnati, uh, uh, Cincinnati or the Angels game, and he gave up a run. So uh, none, neither of those guys have been true kind of uh, natural closers. They've been really good, solid relievers. Uh, but I think Dusty's going to use Sean Doolittle in that closing situation. And let's not, uh, you know, Let's not get it mixed up. It's definitely an upgrade. Whoever they send out in the ninth uh, well, is an upgrade. Gave up, they gave up nothing um, to get both those guys, right? I mean, they gave up nothing of significance. Yes. Yeah. Like, uh, they gave up uh, Blake Trinan, of course, was was a, a negative months, on four team. or five months. Yeah. Okay. And a couple of the minor guys is uh, they they were looked at as to be potentially good pitchers. Not it wasn't the Eric Fetty, wasn't Juan Soto, wasn't Victor Robles, who a lot of people. We're thinking, but listen, Rizzo might not be done. I mean, today is, I think, July 21st. You're talking 10 days until the trade deadline, and he may not be done with this. So he may be looking at uh, a closer in mind, and that may come at a price. Of course, David Robertson, who was sought to be the Nats' number one target, got traded to the Yankees in a crazy deal, which puts the Yankees as uh, really, yeah, I mean, it's going to be Yankees-Astros. Right now, there are two teams in both uh, in the AL and NL that are are superior to every other team. Right now, it's the Nats and Dodgers. Dodgers are looking unbelievable. I think they won nine in a row. I think they lost last night, but before that, nine in a row, uh, before and after the All Star break, and the Astros had the best record in Major League Baseball. So, and 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 us. And I said this about whenever the hell we started this whole thing. I said the Nats are going to win the National League East. Uh, by 15 games Stop and right giving now giving yourself high fives man oh my I, god I, hey somebody's got to do it okay 
We're not getting any from you schmucks, then, then I'll give it to myself. But will we get past the NL East? Yeah, uh, I mean, will, will we get more than that? NL East is finished. Look, look, to quote right Steve, now, they're going to win by 25 games. You guys yeah, don't but understand I mean, anything. I, that, wasn't, that wasn't his question. I mean, it? the next oh. round. Grandpa. Uh, so, yeah, he's talking about the next round. Look, right now, the, the other team that's playing really well in the National League that's flying under the radar is the Cubbies. Cubbies have won six in a row. The Brewers are struggling. The Brewers are actually coming here next week for a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Uh, so, you know, if the Cubbies overtake the Brewers, that would set up a Nats Cubs first round series, which would be uh, incredible here. It it's would very be problematic. Problematic. Yeah. Is that where that the would first be, plays in? That would be threat <laughs> yeah. level midnight and yes. hair pulling out and, you know, banging heads in the walls. I mean, it would be Gus Farad all over the city. It would be horrible. Well, uh, yeah. the, big thing, the big thing also with the Nats is, is health. What's the status of Trey Turner? What's the status of Jason Worth? When are these guys going to get health? Why aren't we talking about Max getting lit up? Because it's a blip in the radar, Joe. Because, uh, I don't know, dude. He's 11 and 6, right? 11 and 6. He's off his pace from last year. Wins and losses don't matter. Wins and losses are meaningless. Although he's got 194 at- strikeouts, I think. They started Back to my with question. Four, yeah. What was the question? What, yeah, what was the question? Trey Turner's was the health question? and when's Jason Worth coming back? Jason I mean, Worth, Trey's- we don't need. I got this one. Jason Worth, we don't need. <laughs> and the other guy, at least another month and a half. It looks like. And then the uh, guy that blew out his uh, leg next year. FP Santangelo, okay. <laughs> this is the fake FP. Fake FP Look, that's baseball doesn't matter in July, just like the NBA. Basketball doesn't, doesn't matter in July. Okay, I'm saying it too. It doesn't matter. It's July. It's July. Okay, what, yeah. what training I, camp time? Training camp matters. Is, is uh, Tinder dates for LP? Baby on the well, way. FP, no, 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 FP. For LP. FP. <laughs> FP. Sorry, 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 sorry. Okay. <laughs> you don't want to get Mrs. LP uh, uh, upset. Okay. Um, training camp matters. Hell yeah, training camp matters. Are we going to talk about the Did training camp? Or no, 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 no. Let's Did you guys hear camp. about the Trey Turner of kickball? Did you guys hear about the Trey Turner of kickball? What? Like, see, see what happens when we don't talk about training camp. We got Not to talk- top my own horn, but I'm the Trey Turner of kickball. Wow. I bunted the ball in a in a friendly kickball listen, game. Listen, and go back to the game. Listen to this. Was this on a resort? I in Mexico? am the Trey Turner of kickball. Was this on the resort in Mexico? Were you drunk? Nobody cares. Come on. Back to training camp. This was this was. I uh, have to do so much editing to this podcast. Breaking news: Fat Rob is giving up fast food. <laughs> uh, Popeyes and McDonald's. Okay. <laughs> oh, come on. Okay. How, fact- many, how many NFL players say that? Everyone says that. They are don't we, actually are we do done it. talking about the Nats and and the? Yeah, uh, yeah. We're we're talking about training camp now. Move on. No, the I, question now is what? Why is are we talking five- about training camp when we don't have a quarterback in 2018? That, we don't have a quarterback. That's exactly the question. What's the vibe going to be at training camp? Hold What's on, the mood? Hold on, hold on, hold on. The training camp is still days away, okay? The Nats, I, I, I think there's a couple of things we still got to touch on. The NL East is probably out of reach for any other team, although the Mets, yes. I believe, have closed the gap a little bit over the last... No. Uh, are you sure? Mets are 13 games back. This is the Braves, okay, 11 and a half. Oh, yeah, okay, the Braves. The Braves have stepped up. So no one's going to catch them. the podcast. Is... is uh, do you see starters getting sat going in down the stretch here the, yes. through August and September? Does that potentially yeah. hurt them when it comes time to, you know, for playoff baseball? Like, I don't know. Like, uh, in the NBA, players rest all the time. It's like it's a normal thing. Do pitchers you mean take like, days off? 
Will they get cold? Something like that? I don't that? know. Like, it was just interesting that they, they, they played 45 games. They played 46 mm-hmm. games in 48 days going into the All-Star break. They get, you know, so obviously our, the All-Star team was stacked with Nats, but for the most part, they got basically a half a week. Most of them got almost a full week off. They come back and they rip, they rip six or seven games. So, I mean, it was clear that they needed some rest. I mean, 46 games in, in, a, in basically a month yeah. and a half. It's a ton of games. Um, you know, and, and a lot of traveling in there as well. So they, it seems like they got some rest and they, they definitely got back on the horse, so to speak. But uh, I just don't know how this works. Like, do you, do you rest your, 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 your ballers down the stretch and just bring them, you know, basically warm them back up at the, the last couple of weeks of the season? How does well, that work? I think, number one, I think we need to distinguish between, uh, uh, you know, pitchers and non-pitchers because those are, are handled very differently. And the beautiful thing is we have a manager who has such a pulse on this team in, in Dusty Baker where he understands that the veteran guys, I mean, he's been handling the catcher situation great, getting Matt Wieters some rest, getting Jose Lobatone in when he needs it. He's been great managing Ryan Zimmerman and uh, Jason Worth when he was playing, getting those veteran guys days off. And he's also great at getting people who have, have been struggling. Bryce went through kind of this 20, 25 game slump, gives them a day or two off to kind of get reset and refocused and, and get back going. So I think Dusty uh, has got a great pulse on this team. And I think he's going to sit, especially the veteran guys who are going to need it. I think uh, Zimmerman's going to need a, a rest going into the all-star, uh, all-star going into the playoffs. Um you know, maybe Jason Worth coming off the injury. Um, don't the pitchers like? Don't they care? I mean, doesn't Max want to get think, to try to get closer to that twenty win mark? I mean, isn't that mm, kind of the the number that everyone's trying to get to? No, I mean Max wants to get the Cy Young, and and so you know, wins and losses. Now, like I said, I, I think it's a diminished uh, statistic. It's such a team thing where you can you can hold a team to one run, and your team doesn't score any, and you lose one nothing. Is that really? Uh, you know, uh, does that speak to the level of pitching? Not at all. So uh, I think the pitchers are going to stay on their every five-day schedule, kind of pitch on that fifth day. But I think what you're going to see is their pitch counts are going to be reduced. So Max, instead of going 100, 110 pitches, going six, seven, eight innings, he's going to go maybe five or six Mm -hmm. innings down the stretch, get him down to that 67, just to rest up the arm for playoffs. And then, of course, uh, you know, they'll – They'll scale back the rotation come playoffs. So. so this is this is my last thing I want to just say on, on the you know Nats specific. Uh, a week and a half ago or so, there was a report that in the clubhouse the team was aware that they didn't have the closing the the pitching necessary to actually challenge to win uh, the World Series, but that they were too professional to actually come out and say it. And Dusty basically confirmed it by going along and saying, "Yeah, we're going to do what we can with what we got." Now. Obviously, there's been a trade since then. There's been several, um, but I mean, I, I feel like they got enough now. They have enough because the offense is so potent. They do have enough that I, I think if 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 you were on the fence as to whether this roster could ultimately win the World Series, uh, from my perspective, I feel like they've like Rizzo's done just enough to basically get me from one side of the uh, the fence to the other. You know, it's not an emphatic, yeah, for sure, but it's definitely better than it was uh, ten days ago. Do you feel the same way, guys? Yes, and and let me just uh, call out a couple things you said. Is that was the worst kept secret in town? Is that the the relief pitching wasn't enough to get the job done? And like you said, to the credit of the ball club, nobody came out totally professional. Yeah, 
Dusty was actually the one who was the most vocal about it, and that's just well, Dusty he was also crying Dusty. about his extension. I mean, he was crying about a couple of different things. Yeah, and that's Dusty kind of getting uh, blame off of himself. Uh, but you're right. I think Rizzo, with getting Doolittle and Madsen, has done enough to make them, uh, you know, to, to have a formidable bullpen come playoff time. Of course, now that depends on the, these guys stepping up and pitching the way they're capable of pitching. Uh, but like you said, the pieces are in place uh, to make the run uh, for, for, for the playoffs. What about Joe Ross? How big of a blow is that? I don't see it as a big blow at all because when you get to the playoffs, you go down to four starters anyway. So, you know, it was going to be him or Tanner. And Tanner's been having, you know, his worst season of his career. But I think he's going to turn around this second half because he has to. can't be any worse than his first half. But if Tanner pitches the way Tanner is capable of pitching, then he is their fourth best pitcher. And Joe Ross would be on the outside looking in come playoff time anyway. So Edwin Jackson's going to step up and, and pitch these last couple, uh, you know, these last uh, this half of the season. But other than that, I don't think it'll affect them come playoff time, which is the only thing that matters. Look, baseball, everyone knows, is probably the least sport, the, the sport I care about the least. Tell me this, and then let's move on to training camp. When do I really need to start paying attention to the games and watching them? No. Give me a day. Give me a day where I absolutely need to start watching so I'm not a complete idiot come play Actually, out Maybe time. like middle of August. Uh, no, well, I was going to say for FP's sake, okay? I know he's got a lot going on, okay? I, I, All the, I the Tinder dates pile up, man. I mean, I need <laughs> no, to schedule myself. He's losing track of days over there. I, I know his priorities, okay? So I'll tell you what. October 1st is the last <laughs> game of the regular season for the Nats. Tune in there, get up to speed on the whole regular season, pretend that you've watched the whole thing and, and can talk about it. That's good. And then the playoffs, pretend like Joe, I got it. Exactly. Playoffs start first week of October, and then that's when Listen, it's all Don't, don't take day. shots over here, okay? I made it a point to watch two games a week, and I've been doing it. And now I can actually right, talk hey. a little bit about the Nets. All right, congratulations. All you got to do is take your Tinder dates to Nets Park. It's a great spot. Well, the, that's, that's quite the commitment. That's quite the commitment. I say that's a financial commitment that I think no, he's, he's the, not the, used to the, the time commitment. You can't just leave in the third inning if they're a dud. Come on, it's horrible. <laughs> well, well, that's when you go on a hundred degree day, and then you can just leave. I don't know. FP is called FP because he's fat. I can't go in hundred degree weather. It's it's not going to make me attractive. I like that you're self aware. This is a Honda realizing <laughs> it's a Honda. This is very good. All right, guys. Um, so we talked training about Wall. Camp. No, there's no training camp, man. We're not talking about Redskins. There's no Redskins here. We are, we're, we're pivoting into can the final. Can we talk final. about Kirk Cousins' contract situation? You can talk about whatever you want in the final segment here called the point after. Wait, 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 wait. What happened to Anthony Scaramucci for communications director? Come on, Joe. <laughs> What's his name? Come Mooch? On, Come on, Mooch. Sir. How are you going to not I heard your boy. Oh. I heard your boy Spicer is going to go to SNL and do a Melissa McCarthy impersonation. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, good uh, for him, man. Cash it in while you can. I mean, he did what he could. I mean, that's an that's a, that's the impossible hand to be dealt. Um, but uh, no, I don't want to talk about that. This is Friday night. I'm, I'm my brain's shut down here. But point after the final, the f- one last thing, as it was uh, formally discussed and no longer will be referred to as uh, the point after. One thing from each of us has nothing to do with sports whatsoever. Um, could be your weekend plan, could be what you had for dinner, could be a Tinder date update, could be if you want to talk about the skins, you feel free to do so. Um, but I mean, let, let's go around the horn here. Uh, let's go LP first. Point after, what do you got? 
Why do you guys got to call on me first? You got to put me on the spot. You got nothing going on. You named the segment, bro. It's not middle school, bro. You don't have to be shy. I named the segment, but as you guys know, my life isn't that most that exciting. I have nothing going on. You just came back from Mexico. I just came back from Mexico, and I I told you about the Trey Turner of kickball. Oh, my God. Have I told you? No. Have I told you? Can we have veto, can we veto his, one, of, his uh, final beat thing? Soccer? He, he, he used his one last thing in the middle of the show, so now he's got I'm nothing. I'm surprised. I thought he was going to go uh, U.S. Men's National Team. I thought that, or, or Senor, uh, senor Frogs. No Senor Frogs. All right. Listen, well, let's go FP then. FP, what's your, uh, what's your point after? I'm going training camp because we have to talk about it. And I'm sports-related. You Who cares? Of course want. I'm talking. I'm talking sports related. Th- that's against the rules. First of all, this isn't Joe's podcast un- untold Just by him. say what you want to say about training camp. There's nothing to say because it hasn't started, but go ahead and say what Bruce you want to say. Bruce Allen plenty is the biggest idiot. There's one thing to say. Bruce Allen shouldn't – honestly, he shouldn't even show up. But I am very curious to see everything outside of the Kirk Cousins saga and see what's going on because there's a lot of things that you need to pay attention to. You need to pay attention to how well Terrell Pryor is doing. You need to pay attention to the running backs and see if P. Ryan is uh, going to steal the the starting lineup. You got to pay attention to all those things. I mean, you need Sua Cravens to to make sure that he gets the anticipation because everyone knows he's too slow for safety. There's a lot of things that we need to discuss about training camp, and yet we spent spent all this time talking about basketball, which I guarantee you nobody cares about right now. So uh, you're underestimating how how important John Wall is to the city. He just went from fan favorite to like DC legend. You know, I mean, you're, this is a huge deal for DC. I will, I will say that there will be a lot of eyes over at uh, a training camp next week as the Redskins kick off and kind of get the season underway. Um, but I mean, we, I, I've talked at length about the Kirk Cousins thing. I, I, my two cents, Bruce Allen messed this up. He took a shot. He took a shot that was unneeded. I mean, he could have just said, we didn't reach a deal and move on. He took a shot on, uh, basically on on Monday, uh, around 4:30 or whatever time it was, uh, Kirk did a fantastic interview with uh, with the boys over at 106.7. Um, I think it was a lot of insight. But frankly, he's just going to do his job. He's he's betting on himself, and um, you know there's there's 15 unrestricted free agents next season. How is Bruce going to get any of this done? I mean, I have no faith in the man whatsoever. So well, he, he's probably going to be fired. As I told Steve, it's it's Super Bowl or bust for this team because if Kirk goes, it's it, we're we're going back down. We're it's going to be the we're, we're going to be the we're literally will be the Browns for the next ten years until we find another quarterback. Can we go on the record and make predictions if Kirk's going to be here in twenty eighteen? Uh, I'll say yes. You go ahead. What what's the percentage, Paul? FP? Eighty eighty five percent. Steve. Zero, no. Joe. Zero. And I'm going to go last. If you guys remember podcast one, I said 99.999% that he gets signed (laughs) July 15th. I guess I was proven wrong. But now I'm going to go zero. Yeah, it's over. There's no chance. This thing is fumbled all over the place. It's over. Zero chance. Like he's an idiot if he goes to San Francisco or LA. They have nothing there, he and can he's going to Houston. Suck. He can go to Denver and challenge for a Super Bowl. He's going to go to San Francisco one. to a guy that believes in Why? him. Why? How but, many multi-year quarterbacks does Houston need to sign before they realize that the rest Houston's of the team's got sucks? a baller defense? They got stud <laughs> receivers. They got a uh, an incredible running back in Lamar Listen, Miller. Mark my words, we will have a top five defense this year. 
okay. I don't, I don't care. Steve, point after. <laughs> I'll, you take got, you, I'll take you up on that bet. Let, let, me, uh, let me make a plug, okay? I got to uh, make a plug for this new gym I joined. Uh, about a week ago, the wifey was looking at my gut at the pool, and she said, you know what? Uh, she didn't want to be the hot chick with the fat guy next to her, so she said we got to join a gym. So we looked around in the neighborhood and found out about this new gym called Orange Theory Fitness. It's new I think to it's you. not new, Rick. I, I, it's new to me, okay? It's been open since April. My, my goodness. Don't, don't, no, I'm sorry, it's in the suburbs, okay? It's new to the city, okay? It's, it's, uh, property's expensive around here. So anyway, so it's a gym we checked out. Did a free trial last week, and holy crap, uh, it is one hell of a workout. It is 60 minutes, and I can you compare it? Can you compare it to seventh grade gym class, please? Um, <laughs> it's a little bit. It's it's similar. Okay, less <laughs> testosterone, less hormones raging through me. Okay, how about that? Um, but it's uh. hey, it's an awesome studio. It's a totally different workout than I've ever experienced. And let me just put a plug in for the, the, the Navy Yard group. They've been awesome. Uh, my, my boy Dawson's been coaching me up. Okay, been yelling at my ear. I basically pay a bunch of money uh, for this guy to yell at me, okay, because, uh, I mean, that's all the difference. Did Dawson's gets- Creek, uh, did he hook you? Hey, 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 he's legit, man. If, if my arms can look like his. Uh, but anyway, the Navy Yard group is awesome. Dawson, Timbo, Jesse's studio manager, they're so fantastic. So if anyone's listening out there, I, I don't even know who you are right out. now. Hey, Can I just ask, Steve, how many spot points did you get? How many what? Uh, we splat. Can, stuff you don't know about, Joe. Joe, your splat is, dirty, is when your belly hits the floor. That's splat. Okay, Joe, you, Steve, you ran a half marathon in five wait, hours. Wait, hold on. First of all, we go back. It was two fifty eight. What's wrong with being that the fat guy next to the hot girl? It's 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 temporary. That's what's wrong. FP, FP you can't you <laughs> can't nothing be, wrong. You can't be the guy with the jersey tucked into the jeans next to the hot girl. You can't be that guy. Listen, okay. Listen, oh, first oh, of all, just just don't to, don't, uh, don't ruin my Tinder chances. I'm not that guy. But there's nothing wrong with being a little hefty next to a hot girl. Come on, Stevie. FP, so give, give me give me the give me the the final here. Like you're gonna stick to this Orange Theory business? Oh yeah, Look me and my wife's going, hey, I've been there twice uh, this week. Burn 850 calories each total. No, in in each session, 1700 calories in one week. LP, you're a you member too. It's legit. Kind of, it's kind of hurting. Hey, 29 spot what? points first time. I think it was 37 the second time. Is that like the Joe? Craig I give points. What is that? When when do you give Stephen out? I give Steve until August first. All right. Um, hey. Well, see, I know. <laughs> I see, I've known Steve. Steve. Has to pay full price for the next. <laughs> I've uh, known package. Steve long enough to know. That he should have started this in the winter because he he's always trying to get ripped for summer, but then doesn't start doing anything until the middle of summer. Oh yeah, so. I'll quit. I'll, I'll quit in December, right around the holiday season. Get really fat and then start <laughs> July. You're such Steve a mark. Fast such a mark for the He'll gym. Catch up. <laughs> hey, but FP, I'm I'm bringing you next time. Okay, I'm going to turn oh. that FP into a into a medium uh, MP. Yo, you you yeah. tell them you want to bring the DTC the 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 foursome into the studio and whoever we'll gets the most uh, slip and slide <laughs> points or whatever it's called, uh, the other ones buy him buy him lunch or buy him a beer or something. I, I'm I'll kill you guys. Hey, I'll, don't I'll don't sleep on me, dude. They're, I'm the old guy here, but I'll kill all of you. I'm not look, a, man, I'm not I may concerned. I may be fat, but I'm still athletic. <laughs> You don't scare. You just got to. You got to see. You got to see. I've got nothing to say. I mean, I've got a pack. Self-proclaimed. LP says he can uh, run a second forty. (laughs) Oh yeah, let's not go back to that. All right, I'm the last one to go here. Can I do a retake of my my point after? Fine. You got you got thirty seconds. 
It better I'm, not be. I'm okay. ready. My 40 time is sub five. That's it. That's okay. all I gotta say. Thank you. Okay, my point In a after. Car? My point. <laughs> my point after, and then I, and then we're gonna wrap up here. Um, Chester Bennington, and before you roll your eyes or say something stupid and unintelligent about music, Chester Bennington defined like pretty much my entire late teens and almost half, if not more, of my twenties. Uh, Lincoln Park, uh, you know. Anybody that listens to music, anybody who grew up is around the same age as we are, Meteora and Hybrid Theory are two, uh, Hybrid Theory in particular, two albums that you probably bought, first albums I bought with my own money. Um, I, I can't believe it. Like the the irony about like how he went out and the day he went out and all that stuff, I don't want to get into that. You can go online and read about it. But I just want to say like there's two things about the guy. One, universally acclaimed as like the nicest person on the planet he him and paul walker did so much stuff for people that no one will ever know about like off like completely away from paparazzi out of the limelight um that it's it's a shame that that he uh he went the route he did and the second thing is there's a band and i'm gonna play the song on the way out here in a second um called uh, dead by sunrise and i know the the name of the band is just so ironic right now but uh, it was a side project for him um, in 2009, 2010, they put out a fantastic album that I'm sure everyone's going to find now on Spotify or Apple Music or wherever you get your music. But um, this guy, from the time uh, he was discovered in Phoenix, waiting tables basically as a late 20-something-year-old um, or mid-20-something-year-old, just working at a restaurant trying to provide for his family, whatever, he was discovered uh, by a music exec that walked in, was having dinner, and basically, you know... he. Chester recognized him, talked to him. Then the next day, the guy gave him like a, a sample cassette or whatever it was back then in the '90s of a band called uh, Zero, which which then became which was Mike Shinoda's band, which actually became Lincoln Park. And Chester put some lyrics on top of the music, and then Lincoln Park was born. Um, anyway, it's this guy for me. Like I never met him. Like he's not like a hero per se or anything. But there, there's one voice that like just defined defined an entire genre of music. This like this rock rap uh, metal collaboration just sound it was Linkin Park and it was Chester uh, Chester Bennington and it sucks that um, you know he went out the way he did and when he did because they just put out another album which you know maybe not the best thing ever I mean it, as we get old you know our tastes change or whatever but it just sucks like it's uh, I don't know he's just that that's that album in particular hybrid theory is just it's a part of my youth uh, I'll never it's forget still, it's still my go-to gym album yeah, I mean, how in the end is is a song that's. I mean, we played it on the lead in, but that song will live forever. It's one of the songs that I remember learning. I, I demanded that the piano teacher teach me how to play it, just because it was so that that riff was so catchy. But um, I don't know. Do you guys ever get into Linkin Park? I mean, I'm sure yeah, everybody got into him at some point. Every, oh, everybody yeah. listened to him. I, I remember being in a certain red Honda Prelude with uh, <laughs> someone blasting Linkin Park on the way to McDonald's with, uh, with white every Sunday after rims? church. White Manassas Rooms is the politically correct way to... <laughs> well, that's it for today, boys. Anything else? Final thoughts? Ten seconds or less. Go around the horn. LP? Stevie, did the Nats win? Down 5-3, top of the six. So they're making a comeback. Stevie, anything to say? No, well said, Joe. I think you said, uh, said it very well. Nice. FP, anything to say? Nope. Everything's good here. LP, welcome back. Any last words? May Chester rest in peace. Bruce, you screwed it up for us. One John Wall, thank you. Thank you, Thanks John Thanks for listening, Wall. guys. Thanks for listening. Have a good night. We'll see you next week.
DTC, we are out. <laughs>